Hey there, welcome to another Untap Keg Reacts. RJ Reacts on Untap Keg. We'll figure it out. Let's do this. I was sent this one, haven't watched it yet. It's about Steve O. I know who Steve O is. My failed intervention. Yeah, dude. It's been over 25 years since my very first intervention. Because on February wow. 22nd of 1995, I was arrested for my first DUI. And when I called my mom, collect from the jail, she said, no way I'm bailing you out unless you go straight to rehab. steve looks I really did, good. But it was all a big failure because I didn't get clean and sober, did I? And 10 years later in 2005, by that point, I was watching the show Intervention to make myself feel better about my own problem. And I was such a fan of the show that when my buddies and I made this movie called TV the Movie, which was a bunch of parody skits of TV shows, I was like, yo, let's make an Intervention parody where I'm a kid's birthday party clown. It'll be hilarious. Mr. Cock and <laughs> Dang. I didn't know that they made that movie. So I'm and also, up clown. And I think that's I'm going normal. to a kid's party. And I crashed this trans... So if you're thinking, do I need to re like look at my relationship with anything and you're watching videos of other people who need to re you know get sober whatever it is if that's what you're doing you need to rethink your relationship with it because you're trying to make it okay doing this and it's obviously not working for you and that's why you have to seek out like people who are at the very bottom to be able to um yeah, to show up. So, I just want to point that out. Let's let's see where this goes. Through a door. I wrote that sketch all by myself, and the whole point was, if anybody tries to pull an intervention on me, they're gonna pay for it. I think you know why we're all here. Yeah, we're here to fucking party. <laughs> not only am I not gonna go to rehab, I actually set the interventionist on fire. Well, it's not safe telling me not to fucking party. That just I looks like your funny. classic I intervention, still right? Think it's funny. But. Anybody who knew me or cared about me didn't think it was funny at all because it was just too true. And so ends a day of work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As the years yeah went that by, sounds like I got worse. Playing out your subconscious. And then in 2006, something really weird and fucked up happened, and I'm counting it as an intervention. We had a whole cast photo shoot for Jackass, and I showed up with all these drugs and alcohol, everything. I mean, I'm getting all fucked Who's up. seen those and pictures of Steve? dressed up as this, like, war general guy with, like, big samurai sword. And it was just me and Steve-O. He was uh, doing those, what is that? The whippets. Whip Knoxville, for a photo, comes up and, like, plunges the samurai sword through the backdrop. And I ran at the wall with my sword. And I stabbed the wall, and it bounced off and went right into Sebo's back. He actually stabbed me in the back, and uh, it wasn't that bad of a wound. You could see, you the, see the white meat. White and red meat. It's not even as wide as the whole samurai sword. It was just the tip went in. It wasn't the kind of wound wow. that required stitches, but they made me get them just so that they could stop me from doing more drugs that day. He had it coming, though. 
Well, I... <laughs> and naturally, the next year, I was way worse. A bitch cooked me fucking ketamine. <laughs> At this point, shit was so crazy. If you can believe it, I had two failed interviews. It's hard to watch back this, to I'm not going to lie. Because my sister in Florida knew that I was in deep trouble. She called the cops in L.A. asking them to go into my apartment and see if I'm okay. And it was such an gnarly scene as I described it to the paparazzi a couple nights later. It's your favorite paparazzi right here, baby. What's up? I went off the deep end. I got wow. like, all drugged out. I took like five bars of Xanax. Like, I was huffing all this shit. And uh, I woke up in my bedroom and it was full of police officers and firemen and took the nightmare. I spent the night in the hospital. And that paparazzi interview happened as I showed up to this nightclub to shoot a VH1 show. Do you about notice old how much more calm his body language is? How to party from me and Kim Kardashian. Now we're going to learn how to party new school. That's right. And then when we're shooting the bit in the nightclub, I'm like, hey, come on, old lady, come to the bathroom. And like, we'll do cocaine. I think the producers of that show were so disturbed by me at the nightclub that they asked me if they could do another shoot where they brought the ladies over to my apartment. So the ladies wow. on camera sat me down and said, hey, you have a problem and this is an intervention. And I'm like, what? You're going to come into my apartment and, and do what? Interventions so typically don't work because they're, just flew off the they're all defensive. They could not include that footage in the show. Or like I would sue or something. And it's so usually about the, the person doing the intervention like and not the person like who drinking. needs the intervention. Is what it ends up being. No story to tell except that it's fun to party with Steve-O. Which it wasn't. Oh, didn't you guys have fun when we all went out that night? Yeah, that was fun oh, yeah, that, that night. Was fun. It got to a point where I was just always hearing about how people were worried about me. And I was like, well, whatever. Apparently, Johnny Knoxville and Bam went there to Howard Stern and told him that they're worried about me because I'm so out of control on drugs. I said, what else is new? It got to the point where I was on the lookout for interventions. And then Dr. Drew came out with the show Celebrity Rehab. So when I saw him next, I actually showed up prepared to put up a fight. I thought you might try and sign me up, so I brought security. <laughs> oh, wow. And I wasn't even pretending to not know that I have a problem. As an, as an addict, he reserves his right to keep using. <laughs> but what I told Dr. Drew was, hey, man, when I'm ready, then I'll do it. I don't want to get in the way of Dr. I'm very professional and about it. That's how it is a lot of the time, right? When I'm ready. ready. What I thought was that I just couldn't really go out as much, you know, so I did more just holing up at home in my yep. apartment. Cool, cool. This is, this this is point, a lot of the process. I was so fucked up that I started hearing voices and hallucinating where I'm watching people walk around who are never there. And I know I've said that before in previous videos, but we dug up footage of it actually happening. Oh, wow. Because young cunts been going through the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let me rip and get more going. I can't imagine how oh hard it God, is to go through real. all these old videos. <laughs> that was me really For somebody who may not even be there, but. Nedges is clearly the new demon.
and one of the main reasons for this video is that I actually hallucinated a full-on intervention and we found footage of that shit happening too. I actually wow. watched a group of people file into my apartment and sit down to have this formal talk with me. And I wasn't even really mad about it because I thought it was so cool. Ah, I grabbed my camera and tried to film it, but nobody was there. The living room was empty. Stuff like that happened kind of a lot. And I made a bit in my stand-up about it. And that's when you know your problem is really serious. When your hallucinations are worried about Like, look at how <laughs> close his eyes are right now. The problem now. with my plan to Compared just stay to at home doing drugs alone was that I developed a real habit of sending out mass emails, which I often included my family on. So they got so concerned, they really pressured me into going to see a psychiatrist to talk about what was going on. And I only agreed to do so if I could film it. So I went in there and... Told the guy what was going on. Have you ever done like cocaine? Yeah, yeah, tons of it. Have you done anything prior to that as far as drugs? Oh yeah, I've always loved drugs. Were you hallucinating, like seeing things? You yeah, I, that there? yeah. Like, wow. I, I love hallucinating. Yeah. <laughs> you could say that psychiatrist visit was another failed intervention, and there really only was one more failure before the successful intervention that got me sober. This was. In February of 2008, we went out to New York City to film so the all Jackass 24-hour takeover like of MTV. Three and years. I show up in New York. There's a news crew there, and I tell them, I just sit in my house, just piling all the narcotics into my body that I possibly can, namely ketamine, nitrous oxide, PCP, cocaine, <laughs> you know. And I just get all kinds of results. And this takeover was all the jackass dudes running MTV's programming for 24 hours out of their headquarters. And I was on drugs for 24 hours before it started. And I did drugs the whole time I was there. Like, got some footage, smashing cans on my head. Rapping terribly. I have come to attack. Your MTV raps is back. And I totally didn't last all 24 hours because wow. they intervened by kicking me out. And back then, getting kicked out of a jackass deal for being too wasted was really something. You know what else is really something? My guest on Wild Ride with Steve-O this week was at the <laughs> jackass takeover. It is... Great we plug man. right there. Yes. Oh, man. You don't want to miss this. So Look at that. right here. Always a showman. And what are you still doing here? Fucking... We love Wee Man. Thank you. Okay. So all of that, and we didn't even get to what, why he, like, I think that it's well documented, but what actually took for Steve-O. And the thing with interventions is they start from a place of, blame or why don't you care about me as far as talking to the other person and the thing is that doesn't work it never works trying to tell someone care about me enough to change your entire life because that's what when we talk about your relationship with alcohol drugs whatever it starts with the person and if it doesn't start with the person it's not going to take. It doesn't matter if they're in rehab or not. The thing about rehabs, too, is that they take you out of your life. So you're surrounded by these 
this amazing facility, these amazing people. You hear these great stories. Maybe you relate to it. Maybe you're like, oh, I'm not that bad. But then you get sober and clean and they throw you back out into life and, okay, you're good. See ya. And that's it. So all your triggers, everything that takes you to a space of, I would really like to drink, to escape, to not be in my life right now. They're all there and you don't actually address it. So that's why rehab has such a low success rate. Interventions have such a low success rate. It's not just about getting clean or being there for a month for 30 days. It's about actually wanting to make that change and learning what you can do in your life to help facilitate that change. And that's what Steve-O's done. That is absolutely why he is sober now. He, you know, is looking as good as he is. And honestly, it looks like he's going through life from a place of how he wants to now and not a place of this is what I need to do because I don't like being me. And when we can have that mindset and that frame around interventions or even like rehab, understanding that just the first 30 days, okay, great. What do you do after that? What is still in your life? And I, I'm, here's the truth. The people in your life are not going to help you move forward oftentimes. So sometimes there's people that can't stay when we make that change. It doesn't have to happen right away, but there are things that we can do to help us to make that change slowly. And maybe they're still in your life. It's just in a different capacity. So when you approach an intervention or you have somebody in your life that you want them to make a change, have a talk with them about them. Don't bring up the substance. Don't bring up the anything else. Just are you enjoying your life right now? Beyond the things that you think people want to see. Are you actually enjoying your life right now? And a lot of times people will say no. Okay, what can I do to support you in creating a life that you will enjoy? What would you like to do? And that that can be a starter that actually will get results. So, Marjorie Zimmerman from Untapped Keg, hit that subscribe button, share this with somebody who you think would benefit from it, and approach with compassion, and you will see better results. Have a great week. Love you all.